to my podcast, the um, or Burning Girl Bomb Podcast. Today is episode seven. Yay! And today we're talking about black women nerds or nerdism for another title. So today we're talking about black women being nerds and all the fun facts that come being a nerd in this society today or nerdism for another terms. In the wake of Donald Glover's latest song, This America covers the Charleston shooting, police brutality, the promotion of gun violence, and a music video. This truly wakes up the society in America who is a strong bond with guns, violence, and racism. Then a picture was released of Glover's family, and his kids are biracial. Then I know there are some black people in the comments section like, couldn't he find a black woman? And I know, let's get one thing straight here. Now, if you haven't met Don Glover, which I assume most you haven't, or you can tell by his personality, for example, in interviews or on TV, that his character is a bit, well, weird. And not in a bad way weird, but a but weird in a sense that he's not your average black guy. Doesn't fit the norm uh, he's always lived to be, but he's a nerd. But his interracial family and kids are the other way by other by far means of other black nerds to express their feelings of couldn't find a black woman who shared their similar interests in like sci-fi or Marvel movies in a sense that's why maybe he found his white wife because they shared similar interests in things that he enjoyed and things that she enjoyed the entire idea of dating a white person in general or anybody outside of your race feels like portraying your own race community when actually now that you're not I understand the outrageous thoughts you know in the history between black and white has a rocky relationship in the past. Most black men don't like black women who are too loud or aggressive. Ironic, right? But putting that aside, it has come down to the, the similarly the similar interests. It's especially true for black women who are not rejected because we're too weird. It's a matter of finding someone who is interested in the same stuff you are into and rolling with it like rolling with the punches if it happens to be the opposite race so be it then educate them in a way of black nerd life if you find yourself a black nerd girl to make a black nerd boy in a sense even if they don't seem the general race of your social um setting but i also think in a way that um for example, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of an example of a diverse couple. Ah, perfect. Uh, the 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 sister sister um, twins, Tia. She married a white uh, male, and there was a ton of backlash saying between her and her sister Tamara Maori saying before she got married from her husband Corey that she wasn't a real black woman because she married outside of her ways. Now, when it comes to that, no one in the Bible where it should say you should marry someone in your race. You should marry someone who who makes you happy. And I think it shouldn't matter who you marry as long as it makes you happy. 
and it happens to be a white person or an Asian or Filipino or Mexican or whatever that may be, then that should automatically other people should not be butting other people into what their opinions don't matter. Because I feel like for me example, if I don't marry a black person, that doesn't mean I'm the portraying my race it just means that we just didn't have any similar interests now if i marry a white person it's fine i marry a native american that is fine marry some irish or or jerk or filipino or nigerian or, or hispanic or i mean whatever their race might be or egyptian i should be allowed to follow my heart's choice and be able to marry whoever i see fit now going back to this nerdism a nerd in black women being a nerd in general only reason why Donald Glover found his white wife is because maybe they shared similar interest in what they, what he enjoys, which might be watching sci-fi, like Star Wars, Star Trek, anything to do with the science fiction aspect, or any superhero movie, which we all know and love, like the whole Marvel universe and the whole DC universe that we enjoy, well, we all enjoy watching sci-fi movies especially myself now there are very few black women and black men who actually enjoy the same things that we actually enjoy so it's not a wrong thing for people to date outside their race i think it also stems from like i said before in the beginning of the podcast that it stems from our rocky relationship in the past between black and white but right now that, that shouldn't be the whole obstacle that's standing in our way i thought we should move past that whole line of prejudice and racism and it's still evident today which is kind of sad because I feel like like growing up I was always taught to respect others who did not look like me because in actuality you know we don't look the same we still bleed the same color of blood which is like we all bleed red so I feel like it's very sad when people get offended when someone comes in and they're dating someone and it's not the race and people are like so upset about it i'm like why are you upset this doesn't involve your relationship and it's not yours and then actually going back to the sister tamara when t married a white person they flipped the conversation on tamara saying she wasn't a real black woman because she dated a black guy and i'm just like okay i wonder why she who she chose who she married because they shared similar interests and i'm people saying oh why are you dating a white guy you couldn't have a black guy and honestly if i met them no i couldn't honestly and why should it matter being a black woman or a black nerd you should be able to converse and have a pleasant conversation with someone regarding regardless of their race i mean it shouldn't be that an issue or there's a different skin color as long as we still share some common interest in what we like that shouldn't be a problem. I don't know why you're butting to my relationship when it doesn't concern you. Is it bothering you? Well, I'm sorry. If it's bothering you, then walk somewhere else. You don't have to, like, point or stare or whatever it may be that I'm dancing with not my race. I should be able to be happy with someone who enjoys the things I enjoy. I enjoy good action and Marvel movies. I enjoy uh, Star Wars, Star Trek. I enjoy any supernatural or sci-fi movies i enjoy marvel movies. I, i've seen all the marvel movies i've seen all the dc movies and i do have my favorite like um, characters that i thoroughly enjoy and it's really sad when you see people just judging you and you and you want to know why and you're just like why can't i choose to be happy and be a proud black nerd 
who enjoys watching Avatar, the live action one, or like watching like old like Nickelodeon cartoons like Hey Arnold and Rugrats. I'm allowed to geek out, and if I can geek geek out with someone who shares share the same interests with me, then I'll be able to do so. Like I went to a hawking at my school for 24 hours, and we before there were like computers showing movies, we took breaks in between, and we all converse about different Marvel characters that we enjoy, that we dislike, and then, but my friend, who we shared similar interests, um, we discussed different Marvel movies that we liked, different Marvel movies that we truly wanted to see later in the future when they came out to release date, and then we also discussed different DC characters, because you know DC and Marvel are two, two different characters, DC is more like Batman, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman, while Marvel is more like Captain America, Iron Man, and Black Widow. So I feel like being a black nerd, especially a black woman nerd, is not a big deal because growing up, I'll be frank with you, I would watch all the shows that the guys would watch when they were little, because like, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Digimon, and I wouldn't go towards the norm of typical girl TV shows, even though I did watch them growing up. Like, I did watch Sailor Moon, Tokyo Mew Mew, and that was mine. But I could also enjoy Yu-Gi-Oh! and Power Rangers and uh, Blade Blade and all these other shows. So I felt like girls can watch it too, as much as guys can watch the same shows girls like. And I feel like when it comes to, I don't know, like when it comes to that typical norm that girls can't watch TV shows, the guys watch and vice versa, I think that's totally wrong. I think the girls can watch the same thing guys watch. And it should be, you know, formally accepted. Because you think of many black nerds. Such as, for example, Ice Tyler was the first black girl nerd that I remember watching on the TV show Archer. And I knew she vo- she was the voice act behind Len- Lena Ken was a bit of a nerd herself. But you have no idea until she totally, like, checks out her me- you check out her memoir, self with the Wounds in the Library. In the book, she talks about growing up as an awkward black girl nerd and the struggle she faced coming into her identity. Aisha also went on to become a voice for black girl nerds later on in life, creating her own podcast, Girls on Gods, hosting a press conference at Ubisoft at E3 and even appearing in the open world hacking game, Watchdog. And then you have Amanda Steinberg, she's another black girl nerd, who you first encounter has Wu in Hunger Game, and then... Her being cast in a role shows everyone that no matter how old you are, racism can affect black nerds at every stage in life. Amanda grew up from backlash she faced from playing Rue and turned that hatred into a platform to speak out against a number of social issues, including racism and feminism. And she has started her own comic book series, Nobes, She Is Life, and starred in a variety of films, including the adaptation of the young adult novel sci-fi thriller, The Darkest Mind, which I and I quote, I still want to see a movie of that. Just saying. And then also Andy Thomas movie, The Hate You Give, was based on a true story that came out, uh, I think a year or two ago. And then you have Isa Ray. She, uh, before Insecure, a teacher that she made, she did The Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl. It was the first working within the budget that she had at the time. She created a web series which black girls, black girl nerds, nerds from all over the world could relate to and learn from. Isa finally showed us on a mainstream level that we are not weird. I mean, yes, we, we were, but it's like certainly a fine way to be that way. 
Isla has gone to create even more content featuring black people in Texas to share our diverse story with the rest of the world. Then you have Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet is a wonderful person. If you haven't seen her at or do any of her press tomorrow, she's a lovely person. When she first released her album Metropolis, Janelle Monet has nerved has nerd, music fan, and psychic professors delight to wear her statue of as a black girl nerd. Her lyrics and visuals <clears throat> prove that she can't couldn't quite be from this planet, and from the point on, many pieces have been written pointing out all the Afrofuturistic and sci-fi influence in her work. Monet has also starred in the movie Hidden Figures, helping to bring the life of untold stories of the forgotten black women working at NASA during the civil rights era, proving there's no era she can't cover. And also been inspired by her futuristic aesthetics and and I'm proud of her continuing to shine in all her black girl glory. And then you have Jesse Williams. I mean, not, might have not heard of Williams because she didn't appear on the radar until a couple of years ago. I would occasionally see videos from her time to time as a senior correspondent on The Daily Show pop up my Facebook newsfeed, laugh, and go about my day. It wasn't until I recently watched a trailer for her Netflix original movies uh, called The Incredible Jesse James that I really started to keep up with her. And speaking of, key- of keeping up with her, she recently partnered with HBO for a four-part panel podcast of Two Dope Queens. And she's also due to be featured in Fantastic Beach fantastic beast in the crime of Grunewald later when it came out maybe a year or two ago and then you have the wonderful Kiki Palmer and I mean Kiki Palmer from you know Keel and the Bees uh, Jump In with Corbin Blue and she also was the first black Cinderella to play on Broadway mind you and also she, like Keel and the Bees came out over like mm, 10 years ago and then watching a little black girl from the hood, fictional or not, going to a national spelling bee to make could make any girl proud. And seeing this movie was really important for me growing up in a society where I don't usually see black girls being shown as beautiful and intelligent. Kiki also shares her rendering of herself as a sim. A couple of years ago, even posted some ads for the sim on her personal Facebook page. A black girl that gains owns and owns spelling competition, sign me up. And then you have Rashasha Jones, Rashida, yeah, Rashida Jones, to, to me, also be on two characters, Anna Perkins or Kendra Filipina. But in all honesty, so much more. Rashad's character on The Office often played Call of Duty, a co-worked office under the gamertag character in the, the Gym Slayer. She also worked on her own comic book series called Frenemies of the State, featuring a, a Harris, Andra, uh, Adriana Von Hilkenberg, who lives a double life as a CIA operative. And there's talk of her writing coming to the big screen, but I guess we'll have to wait and see for that. And the one thing I've also noticed is like there are a lot of black girl that black girl nerds out there that you just don't realize or they've said it and people just brush it under the rugs. Now Rosario Dawson, she's very interesting. She has started some of her nerdiest TV shows and movies to exist in our society. Clerk 2, Luke Cage, Men in Black 2, Jessica, Jessica Jones, Sin City, Death Proof, Percy Jackson, Lego Batman, and the list goes on. She also is a huge fan of Star Trek and can understand it and speaks some Killigan, the, the language on Star Trek. And much like her fellow black girl nerds, Rasha, and Amelia, and Rosia have often wrote their own comic book series 
OCT or Occult Crimes Task Force. She is also known regularly to attend Comic-Con, a place where she can truly feel at home. I understand where you're coming from, girl. Really, thanks for everything that you do. And it's really uh, amazing to see all these black women's nerds who are not afraid to show that they are a nerd and they're just putting themselves out there. And then you have Serena Williams, everyone's predominating on the tennis court. But do y'all know that she's also a black girl nerd too? She didn't marry one of Reddit's co-founders for nothing, but in all the seriousness, Serena is a nerd. Her favorite TV show on Nickelodeon is Avatar Love Airbender. She got good taste, so points in my book. She watches the show to keep her spirits up as she dealt with a series of knee injuries in 2005. She loved the show. She loved the show so much that Nickelodeon allowed her to cameo on a couple episodes in both *The Last Airbender* and *Legend of Korra*. Serena also plays video games in her spare time. She even appeared in the promo for *Overwatch*, official esports legend, not legend league. Now that I've said that, I'm going to try to find her character in Avatar and Legend of Korra now. Now that it piqued my interest. Also, we have Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish. The final black girl nerd on my list is the one, the only, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany has been on the scene for a little while now, as to me, but her recently brand, her own, has, her own brand has blown, blown up in a sense, because I don't say something of the regret on this podcast but um getting back to it she starred a number of tv shows and movies including girls trip and the carl michael show she recently wrote and released a book about her life called the last black unicorn and she's been featured on a number of late night talk shows the biggest tip for me believing tiffany to be a black girl nerd was seeing her speak japanese at a red carpet fundraiser event as a, Jap- as a japanese interest black girl who loves Japanese anime and wants to say language and eventually go there with a whole hub of manga and anime like um that video really hit my hit my heart in a good way because seeing black girls learn Japanese is like something I've always wanted to do in like high school and college and I'm taking Latin right now in high school and not high school college now because Japanese by the future then here's gonna be is but uh, I'll eventually learn on my own hopefully once I'm done with Latin but uh hopefully one day we'll meet and be able to hold a conversation in good old Japanese whether it be katakana or hiragana hopefully it's katakana but that should be easier to learn than hiragana but so what do you think did you discover any new black girl ner- nerds um from what I listed today, and what do y'all think that some of these black nerds that I've listed did they surprise you, or did they shock you, or did you already know? And one thing I also want to say that if you are a black girl nerd, black girl nerd, nerd, don't be afraid to show it, to promote it, to scream it loud, and be proud because I will honestly, I am proud to be a black girl nerd and I'm not afraid to voice my opinion because like my friends know I own like a couple of Marvel shirts I have like comic books I'm not afraid to read a Marvel or DC I have pop figures of DC characters and Marvel so I'm just like oh I'm a black girl nerd and I'm proud of it because being a black girl nerd nerd I don't know why I'm twisting my words or tongue-tied with saying that but uh it's a place for women of color with various intricate uh, ways to express themselves freely I'm sorry and embrace who they are 
this is not exclusively for this is not exclusively just for black women it's for all women who are just as nerdy as we are and the men who love and appreciate us and i also think black women who are geeky dorky beings somewhat of abnormally it goes against the order of things in the black girl world we represent a wide array of diverse women who embrace all cultures and refuse to conform to the status quo. This community does not have to be doesn't have a exclusive purpose. The term "black girl nerd" is not intended to be derogatory, nor is it racially based. It is a term of endearment to all women like me who have been attached to a stigma that is not actually representative of my personality or my idiosyncrasy behaviors. And I think for every nerdy girl that could come out of the closet and tell the world that they are proud to be who they are, no matter what anyone says, does, or think, this is a place where you can truly be yourself and not be judged by others. And I think with that being said, in the terms of black girl nerd, because it is a term that is unique and extraordinary that even Google can't find across for the phrase and an imprint in the world cyberspace. This mission is to put an end to that and to know that many black girl nerds exist on this planet. And I think that's very important for those out there in the society to, to realize that and to, and to realize that we are here to stay and we are not going anywhere without a fight. And I just think like when it comes to, um, like I was going back to Donald Glover and his weird finale is weird. I remember that um, watching uh, another cartoon growing up, uh, Batman Beyond, there was this one black character on who was friends with Terry, who was going to be the future Batman, and she was this black girl who had this bright, like, eventually her hair became like a really bright purple, then it toned down just a bit, but she was like the one black girl friend that I saw was being friends with a person who didn't mind her being a black nerd, who was included in the conversations and weren't uh, shutting her out, which I thought was a really good idea, because growing up, you didn't see a lot of black characters in cartoons, specifically a Batman series, especially as I went itself, but I fairly appreciated the whole, you know, characters being under the black girl, and then her keeping his secret of him being Batman. I thought that was something very extraordinary, something you didn't see every now and then. But going back to the whole nerdism and black nerds, black women nerds and nerdism in general i think this is a big step forward of how far we've come for females in general especially black women of being um black nerds and to be proud of it and well i would love to see more about black nerds i know everyone's thinking you know then why do black women especially black men but mainly black women go towards you know throwing out the race because they just simply just don't share any interest with them and if they don't that's fine and if you share a common interest with another race that's completely fine because in a world where we're supposed to fit a specific norm be a certain way look a certain way talk a certain way it's just sad that we can't be accepted for who we love and that endearment comes from race and i'm sad to say that it's still going on to this day and i hopefully it will stop because i think black girl nerds can have love just like everybody else and it's really sad when people are like well a black girl can't be a nerd well watch out because she sure can because the other women that i have listed including serena williams if she can be a black woman nerd then so can i 
Well, that's all for today, and I hope you enjoyed my podcast of episode 7 of Black Girl Nerd Nerds, and I will see y'all again next Friday. Have a nice day, and I will see y'all again next Friday. Bye.